You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. I think it's great. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. I love it. I love you guys. You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. This is Neil Fisher from Wellbrook Brewing Company, and you're listening to the Pints and Provisions podcast. You're listening to the Pints and Provisions podcast with Evan, Mark, Ryan, and Dan. You're listening to the Pints and Provisions podcast with Evan, Mark, and Dan. Oh, I forgot someone. I can't remember. It's not. It's not very good. I don't know. I don't think it's that tiny. I think it's like really out there that you can that kind of like stimulation from early to the last year. So, yeah. Do you have that person who It's in my... I just texted him. Okay. Okay. So if he doesn't respond, I'll find out. Is it not un- untapped? Actually, I think it is. It might be. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out while we're going. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Pints and Provisions podcast. This is Evan here. Uh, Ryan is to my right. Hello. Thanks for hosting, Ryan. And thanks for uh, always. I appreciate your wife's ability to, uh, I should say, uh, her grace and allowing us to come over here all, a lot. Absolutely. We have some special guests. Michael is here. He's been a frequent contributor uh, and invited Jenna, who is I Eat All the Chips uh, YouTube channel. Uh, welcome, Jenna and Michael. Glad to be here. Yes, thank you for having me. And I think one of the uh, reasons we wanted to kind of collaborate on this is because, one, um, obviously Michael's been on the podcast and uh, we've definitely had a lot of fun. But also we know since chips go really good with beer, mm-hmm. this would be a great way to kind of combine the two and see how we do. So we appreciate you coming down from Chicago. Super excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, and Jenna's very very pumped about being on our first part podcast yeah well you know it's it's fun because um all we get to do is like taste some chips drink some beer um you don't have to be on video or anything you just have to be on audio so um it's very true yeah. yeah no shower no makeup <laughs> no i didn't have, i don't have to change outfits <laughs> mm-hmm. or anything it's i'm excited so we uh started off with this mead mook meadery this is from a friend of ours that we know in the um beer underworld um, named DJ. <laughs> I, I, I mean that very, um, uh, nothing but good things by that. Is it endearing? Is it it's very endearing. Um, <laughs> one of our Dark Lord Day buddies. Yeah, one of our Dark Lord Day buddies. Uh, he makes his own mead. Um, we'll put a picture on Instagram and uh, social media pages of the label, but he graciously sent us a bottle of this. I want to say, and I'm so uh, remiss to forget exactly what flavors are in here, but I think it was like a strawberry something or other. Like a strawberry creamsicle. We'll have it shortly. <laughs> yeah, we're working on it. So anyway, pretty nice. I like it. I'm getting some hints of that. Does he do the label and illustration? Do you know who does that? I would assume that he does. Yeah, I think he did it. It's very cool. Yeah. It's kind of like he's he's a he's a extraterrestrial alien um, obsessive types. Mm. So I think that kind of goes in with the labeling. But yep, certainly influenced on the artwork. Yep. But as a mead goes, you get. A ton of that good honey, but it's, I don't know. He was um, excited for us to pop this on the podcast. 
We're excited to have it on here. Oh, we don't have any chips to go with this. Sorry, Jenna. That's okay. It's <laughs> I like this. It's quite I nice. Didn't know, yeah, I didn't know how I would feel about it, but it's sweet, but not sickly sweet. It's very good. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's one of the issues I feel like you can run into with mead sometimes. It is so powerfully sweet, mm-hmm. and this is not the case with uh, this uh, batch or variety. Yeah, this it's really smooth. It's really it really is smooth. You know, we've we've had some that have a bunch of adjuncts in it, and it just overpowers it, and it doesn't really taste like mead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is really, really well balanced. The honey comes through, I think, really, really nice. Yeah, I think I don't think it's definitely not. It, overly it's not sweet. trying to hide itself. It's definitely like, hi, I'm a mead, but it has For some sure. other good, I think, berry flavors um, from what I'm getting. So, yeah, nice job, DJ. Uh, well, we'll, we'll we'll look into having some more. Mook on the podcast and congratulations to Hop Station. I know that the Stubers are very excited to get their new craft beer bar uh, off the ground and running. And I think today is it today? It's around this time. It's it's any day they're supposed to be having their grand opening. They've got some lambic on draft and all oh, sorts of crazy terrible. stuff. And yeah, <laughs> I think they got some transient. So they'll have uh, an incredible lineup probably around the clock. And yeah, congrats to those guys. And yeah. that's in Northwest Indiana. Yeah, it's like uh, I should know the town off the top of my head, about fifteen minutes east of uh, South Bend. Yeah, so if you're in that area, head over to Hop Station Craft Beer Bar Beer Station. So, I mean, that's right. not too far away from us in Chicago. Maybe. No, there, yeah. there's actually yeah, they have people that drive over from Chicago for. Um, they they used to own a place before, so when they would have some big tapping or whatever, they would uh, there'd be people from Chicago that yeah. go over there. So. Um, that's a that's an easy drinker for a mead, and that's not easy to do. Mm. Elkhart, Indiana. Elk, heart. Two words. Elk heart. Elk heart. Elk heart. One word. Elk heart. I'm just saying it slowly. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just being a lazy Midwesterner and then like yeah. bundling it together. <laughs> um, so favorite beers of the week. Um, I'll let you go first, Ryan. Can I say a bourbon? Absolutely. The 2016. Four Roses Small Batch Limited Edition. Okay. Uh, one of the mm-hmm. best bourbons I've had in a long time. So uh, I had that within the last week and brand new bottle I just got. And it's tr- fantastic. Nice. So nice. I always like that series, but uh, I did put uh, 2016, 17, and 18 side by side, and, and 2016 was a winner. Nice. And uh, I think that's probably the best thing I've drank in the past week. What stood out with the 16 versus the other years? Well, I thought the 18 was really spicy and almost kind of hot um just in a different way the 16 and 17 i thought were very very similar they got a lot more i think balanced oak and vanilla coming through um the the 18 seemed a little hot and spicy um i don't know i think the 16 probably just had a little bit more of just some nice caramel burnt brown sugar and then probably just enough vanilla from that oak that comes through that i just always love still melded well yeah all right Hmm. are you ready jenna yeah, I'm a little nervous, but okay. Yeah, I can throw mine out there. Uh, mine wasn't in the last week because I've just drank a lot of, I feel like, Coors Lights recently because my friends had a birthday and they brought Coors Light. So that's. That can be your favorite. That's okay. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's my favorite. I think I'd be a little offended week. after we just had Angie, but that's okay. <laughs> no, uh, I think my favorite was uh, Velocity of Light uh, from Pipeworks. It was oh, cool. 7% New England style. Um, I had a good time with it. So, yeah, that's probably what I'm going with. 
and I guess like Jenna, although I don't even know if I had any Coors Lights this week, but I haven't had much beer in the last week in, in the, I guess, non-Hangy um, arena. I would say it was Son of Juice from Maplewood. Ooh. Oh, yeah. We just All got right. a keg of that at work this week, so I had at, one at on work. Friday. Yes. At what? Work. <laughs> I work at a uh, a tech company. <laughs> and That's so pretty we impressive. Have kegs of beer. Um, they do a very great job at sourcing local beers in Chicago, which is fantastic. Um, and so Maplewood, uh, I think just right off Diversity uh, up in Chicago, but we got a keg of um, Son of Juice. And so I had a uh, pour or two of that uh, on Friday. It's a good way to end the work week. It was a fantastic <laughs> way. <laughs> nice. Um, what was yours, Evan? <laughs> It, that was very hard um, because I was at the uh, Craft Beer and Brewing Magazine Craft Brewers Retreat. In oh, you are? I Booth didn't know. Bay Harbor, Maine. <laughs> we'll get to that at some other podcast in time. Vinny from Russian River brought a, a beer called Intinction. It is a Pilsner aged in Sauvignon Blanc barrels with Sauvignon Blanc grapes. It was wonderful. And after you drink a bunch of like hazy IPAs, mm-hmm. uh, barrel-aged stouts, having something that's that light and so grape-forward, especially with the wine barrels, um, was quite a treat. And I don't think that's something I've ever had from Russian River. I can't even tell you how common it is, like if it's something that they have a lot or have bottles of, but he brought some of those, and that was uh, pretty special. So it was one of my favorites. I'd never heard of that till you sent us a picture of it. Um, we have a surprise guest appearance. Surprise guest appearance. Surprise guest Brian just walked in. Brian, our southern foodie uh, enthusiast. So he uh, just our, char- moved. our charcuterie connoisseur. Charcuterie and food connoisseur. So, wow. <laughs> dropping off a box of something. Um, so Not that a, yeah. And for whatever reason, he's uh, scary enough to uh, have my dog Trigger who has tray. a bark collar on still barking. <laughs> I've never heard. Of bark <laughs> not, not today yeah. i don't know what happened there but uh <laughs> all right yeah that intinction so i'd never heard of that till you sent us a picture of that and uh i looked up the details yeah that just sounds fantastic light and for the weather you were having and being outside or whatever i had i have to think that was just perfect kind of a nice cork and cage bottle for and sure. they do a lot of cork and cages um with uh, some of their uh, vinnie's a very brett inspired uh, that is not a brett you know fermented beer but he, um, he definitely has a big background right. in the wine industry because his parents were uh, in the wine industry, and I think that's how he got into brewing and how he was so that makes sense. enthusiastic in that. So, Is uh, this a relatively new offering from them? Because this is that's the first what time I, I've ever heard of it. That's what I don't know uh, exactly, but right. you know, when he right. offers it to you, it I'm yeah, really excited to try anything mm-hmm. he, he, uh, he offers you. Um, all right, Ryan, what do we got on tap here uh, first off? <sighs> I actually didn't. I didn't leave it at the table, but it's Rari. Rari. So we just finished uh, Marshmallow Hanji, 2016. That was the first year that they actually used the name Hanji. So everyone was making a lot of jokes at uh, Dark Lord Day that year. When you live in a world where there are like Hanjis, it was for. Actually, the weather was very fitting for the uh, kind of the spooky, gray, shadowy, um, artistic uh, bottling uh, that they did on that. But uh, well, that was when they did it earlier in the spring. I think that was the f- of, or was it the first? I year? don't remember if it was seventeen. Might have been the first year they did the like the mid May. Yeah. Um, it was actually the temperature was okay, but it was a downpour, literally the whole day. Like I, I can't even think about how many inches of rain they got in Munster that day but from the start of it it was just a complete downpour so uh I showed up in like a full rain suit and uh, the group we were with made fun of me big time and uh 
after about like 30 or 45 minutes of a downpour, they were like, oh yeah, that really does make a lot mm-hmm. of sense. Yep. <laughs> I just got some cheap one for like 25 bucks at Walmart or something. So it didn't, I think it uh, ripped at some point throughout yeah. the day, but um, so it looked goofy, but the bottle I got was uh, Hanji 16 that day. So um, I popped it in the beer fridge and kept it temperature controlled for the last three years. And yeah. I think we all agreed it was pretty so important. drinking pretty nicely. Yeah. So uh, moving on, we switched to Rari. This is Dark Lord aged in port whiskey barrels with vanilla, freeze-dried strawberries, cocoa, and toasted coconut bottle 560 out of 1700. It's got these this beautiful um, pink, purple, glittered wax. It's, the wax is sticky this year. It's just weird. The cap fell on the ground earlier with one with this one, and it was like hard to pick it up off the ground <laughs> with some of the pieces of wax falling off. But I don't know what everyone thinks about this one. Um, you can definitely get the sweetness from the base of Dark Lord, but like mm-hmm. when a lot of people, I think, were worried this would be overly sweet because you've got the coconut, you've got the Dark Lord base, and then you've got strawberry. I think it is really well balanced. Oh, and vanilla. Yeah, I get a I'm lot of chocolate. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, um, it's not glowing like I no, kind of not, thought not at it all. would be yeah, not coming at all. into the uh, first sip and yeah. just knowing the description. The strawberry is definitely pretty strong. I think it'll age really well. Um, I could see some different flavors coming out in six months, 12 months, things like that. Um, I think all the Dark Lords are 15% no matter what, right? I would assume that some of that may change with barrel aging because okay. some of the angel, I don't think angel they share stuff it, will kind of like go. But um, now we'll we'll let Jenna kind of go with uh, the potato <laughs> chip. Thing. Yes, the best part. Because I want you to describe the potato chips that you brought that you were kind of excited to try, which I think that may pair kind of well with this. Well, okay. So what I ended up bringing was uh, their Trader Joe's patio potato chips, which are a mixed bag of sea salt and vinegar, delicious dill, homestyle ketchup, and smoking sweet barbecue. Um, I thought this would be good because I really didn't know what I would be doing here. Um, and what this is just a bag of four different flavored potato chips, so you can kind of pick what might go well with this and then stick with that right to be fair this isn't that different than our regular saturday we're drinking beer and eating potato chips (laughs) (laughs) it's very accurate sometimes a lot of just to be clear you can you can find her on instagram as well at i eat all the chips oh yes i'm I'm so very bad at promoting give her a follow (laughs) i think we have about the same amount of followers as uh, pints and provisions as her so uh give her a follow yeah learn about chips it's good uh good YouTube channel, good podcast. Yeah, it's, it's a good not time. a podcast. It's not a well, podcast. It's a recording. <laughs> it's a recording. Yeah. I mean, okay. I guess it's, you could pull it out, and but uh, you just really lose. I feel like it. I use the term podcast now very we're just broadly. Mostly, we're all producing content here, <laughs> yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think Mike's mom called it a podcast today. So there you go. There, yeah. you, go. there you go. No, all right. no, she actually wanted to listen to Ryan Abbott's podcast. Is what she told me. Oh, she did. Yeah. 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 And nice. I was like, Mom, I guarantee you don't know how a podcast works. <laughs> <laughs> She would figure it out. All right, so so so, uh, be our guest. Open that, open that bad boy up. So you're not going to know this, but I'm going to smell inside this bag. I think I think this is what makes it exciting because you know us as beer drinkers, we definitely um, open up beers and smell them. And okay, so these smell really good on the inside, but I need to pass this around because I'm very disappointed with the amount of chips in this bag. Oh. Is that every <laughs> bag of chips? Oh, no, no, but this one is especially. <laughs> is that is that Trader Joe's fault? <laughs> yes. 
It's like a fifth of the bag. <laughs> I look down and I, I, oh man, that's just embarrassing. <laughs> all right, we got a picture of it. Gotta, we'll gotta reach all the way down to the bottom of the bag to get the first chip. They smell good though. This was a, I agreed that this was kind of a good one. To, oh yeah. <laughs> You know, you think about some of the Dark Lord Jays kind of being that's a one mess where, that's of adjuncts, one where, uh, and this seems to kind yeah. of be like a big mess of flavors, which... That's one where if Mike would have opened that and then taken it to Jenna, she'd be like, how many did you eat before you brought this to me? <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. You know what it smells like to me? It smells like the like the grill at the pool. You know, with it's got burgers yeah. and fries, and there's just, you know, a bunch of different foods all, all together. But I got a lot of dill on one of the chips that I had. That goes really well with this strawberry. So this is like a cuvee of chips, right? Oh, Correct. Yeah, that's a good a cuvee of chips. Yeah. How do you feel about the amount of chips in that bag, Mike? I, it's a scam. <laughs> the only way to truly explain it. I just, I can't believe that. It's actually quite funny. Epic fail. Trader Joe's, come on. No, patio, if you poured those in a bowl at like a barbecue, it would be embarrassing. You'd have to buy three bags <laughs> yeah. to fill up a bowl of no. chips. Um... No, I think actually that actually goes really good with this beer. Charles, we need a bottle opener, my friend. And Jenna, to be clear here, every chip in this bag, all right, there's five distinct flavors, so it's not a okay molding. Four. Okay. Because I just had one that was a ton of dill, and then this one was like more barbecuey. Um, they need to start t- selling those dill ones by themselves. That is really good. Yeah, the dill one's really good. Mm-hmm. I agree. Ooh, and these go well with the beer. They do. They really do. Mm. Yeah, these are good. I always think that you need to, you know, like pair bold flavors with bold flavors and subtle flavors with subtle flavors. I think that's why these kind of go well together. Yeah, you're right, because this would be overpowering if you had a much subtler beer. Mm. Like the goose. Yeah, that, that would be, you wouldn't yeah. want to do it. No, mm. no. No, this is good. These so, good. Jenna, have you always been a chip enthusiast? <laughs> I want to little know a little bit more because you know, like beer enthusiast, chip enthusiast, uh, a taco enthusiast. I mean, it was a salty flavor. I was trying to figure out. It's ketchup. This ketchup flavor is mm, awesome. Nice. Well, because isn't the intent of these, Jen, and maybe you touched on it earlier, but to kind of mimic the popular oh, Canadian all well, dressed up flavor. That's my thought. Um, but back to your question of. Goes well I, would, I wouldn't say I've been a connoisseur as much as I just love chips. And, An enthusiast, yeah. Yes. And I, so growing up, my mom always had like, um, she would always grab like the newest flavor of bag of chips and bring it home and we would try them. Um, and I guess that just sort of stuck with me. And What's the one you remember most? Oh, good question. Like, do you mean as, like... The crazy flavors? When th- nope. When you think of your mom bringing home some random new bag of chips, is there a certain one that sticks out? Mm, probably. So I guess it's not just chips. She also does this with just regular snacks. And she brought home, oh, man, what was it? They're the, they're, I wish I could remember now. I can't It's remember. okay. I didn't they were put you cinnamon, on the spot. They were cinnamon <laughs> sugar flavored, and Ooh. they're normally savory. I just wish I could remember what they were. Oh. Anyways, um... She also has brought me back some ghost pepper chips that Ooh. I just, and I love spicy, but man, when chips are like overly spicy, it's kind of hard to just 
can't just eat the entire bag in one sitting. It I mean, can rip apart your mouth. The joy no of one part else of the wants chip, to right? eat them with you because they're like ghost pepper. Are you kidding me? But I think you you've tried them. The ghost pepper chips. Yeah, is I don't it, have. Is it as spicy as it's I, advertised? I had one. Like it was. It just. It's one of those like things unbearable. where it just lingers and it just continues to ramp up in volume of heat. I would say so. It undermines the, I guess the the need to house a bunch of chips when you open the bag. Mm-hmm. At least for me personally, if someone had a high tolerance for heat, I could see them enjoying it. But it was or quite dip spicy. In, if maybe you dip it in something like ranch. Yeah, some type of good. like cream-based dipping sauce yeah. may balance that a little bit. Even like a sour cream. Yeah. But. but I even recently have stopped like buying jalapeno flavored chips just because like the spiciness of it just kind of throws me off and I just I don't want to finish the entire bag. So I kind of feel like for jalapeno it's they, there's no good way to balance out how much salt they have to yeah. add to get yeah. that flavor mm-hmm. versus like getting it too spicy yep. and getting it too salty yeah. and actually having the jalapeno flavor in there. So you could either just be very, very subtle and that's right. not really going to taste that good yeah. with jalapeno flavor. Right. Or you have to overpower it, then it's too salty and too yeah. spicy. Yeah, because yeah. you kind of need that salt to enhance the jalapeno flavor, yeah. which is naturally more subtle. And so then it becomes just this sort of flavor bomb in a bad way sometimes. Yep. But doesn't Jimmy John's has a jalapeno one that you just throw on their sandwich and that like enhances Miss, Miss Vicky's, right? Yeah. Isn't that what they yeah. use? Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that. No, their I think Jimmy John's has their own line. Is it their own brand? Potato chips. Oh. I think I haven't went there in a while, but that's Vicky's? what I remember. Well, well maybe they did, but oh, okay. they have their own line because okay. I just went there today to get my kids. Oh, well, there you go. All right. I don't, my I don't kids do like Jimmy the thinny chips, which I think you're just disappointing, you know. <laughs> but my kids love them, yeah. and my wife thinks that I guess they're more healthy. It's like my so daughter, thinny? my three-year-old daughter will just, you know, completely dome a bag of It's like, know, those, like those dove anyway. chocolates that have like a hole in the middle because they're the light chocolates, and then you have one, and it's like, oh. Yeah, well, I You can barely even taste it because they remove the middle. <laughs> like 75% of it's been removed. I didn't even know those existed. It's kind of like this bag of chips we just opened. I know, and I'm very disappointed because I would actually buy like giant bags of yep. that for a party. Yes. Well, you now you have to buy like 10 giant yeah. bags of those. Trader Joe's, get with it. Give me more chips in my <coughs> patio potato chips. All right, so next up for the pairing, we're going to do Perennial Ales Blue Ridge. And this is their English-style barley wine aged in bourbon barrels, and I think those are the spent bourbon barrels from Maman. That's correct. Bingo. Oh, really? Yes. That's news. And so, um, yeah, I, th- I thought yeah, of barley so wine, and then, and then I brought these chips. These are Sturzings. These are from... Oh, man, these are good. Burlington, Iowa. Uh, my father There's a lot of chips in the bag, too. <laughs> <laughs> my, fa- my father-in-law introduced me to these because, you know, being from Iowa City, you know, you usually get a lot of good... Um, you know Iowa brands, but God, this, oh, that's a that's a big bag of chips. <laughs> they are like the quintessential like lard smelling fatty. You know, almost smell like donuts kind of kind of chip. Without trying, because I haven't tried them yet. How do they compare to? It makes me think of like our Central Illinois kitchen cooked. Chip. Very similar. Okay. We just so talked about that too before you guys got here. That's like the exact same concept. I personally think they're a little better. Ooh, that was actually the Man. kitchen cook was the first chip review that we did. Yeah, a lot of people enjoyed that one. Had a representative. These need to be Illinois. done with a blind side by side. They're very similar. <laughs> yeah. I hear you, very good. I hear a YouTube. Uh, yeah. Opportunity. Oh my gosh. I almost bought a this bag. Beer too. is so good. I almost got one today. I know. But I, these are. Um, 
I mean, these are the kind of like that are just like very original, fat kind of <laughs> smelling, tasting. And I thought that that would go well with to cut like a really malty, sweet barley wine. A bit of Americana. Wow, these are in uh, soybean oil or cottonseed oil. I've never seen that one. And are these available at all in, I guess, even Illinois? So basically what I figured out is you can get them at Hy-Vee because Hy-Vee is an Iowa-based company. I cannot find these if you go to Schnucks or any other grocery store. Kroger. Kroger's because those are not as Iowa-based. But that's why you can find these at Hy-Vee is I think is Iowa, Iowa. We may be uh, making another stop at Hy-Vee tomorrow. You'll find like, Sturzings. I feel like these are going to be added to the uh, the queue for the next I Eat All the Chips. They do smell good. Did you guys get the barley wine? No, oh, I need it. Yeah. Was I hogging it? Yes. Sorry. You set it over, and I just wasn't ready yet. <laughs> oh, this for beer a barley is, wine is fantastic. Right. So a little background. Uh, Phil from Perennial, just as kind of a fun thing, he talked a lot about... Um, how he came up with the idea. He's obviously got a good pedigree. Um, spending some time with Goose Island, right? Uh, also spent yep. time at Half Acre, and then he started Perennial on his own. Um, perennial with the label, they have a ginkgo leaf. And he thought about Perennial being something that's like constantly everlasting. A ginkgo leaf. I don't know what that is. A ginkgo tree. Okay. And so apparently a ginkgo tree and uh, its leaf, of course... Is a is a very enduring and everlasting tree as well, is and this so one of the oldest trees. Thank you. Yeah, 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 and that's why he liked the the logo of the leaf with the name perennial. It's sort of like everlasting, um, and I thought that was kind of a cool story that he had about how he started the uh, name of his brewery. So tell us more about this, Ryan. Well, I was just going to say. So this brings me back to the 2013 and 14. Um, uh oh! Did we have a broken glass? He broke your most. There you go. Now we know why Trey was barking at him. What glass is that? Oh, that's okay. Can you just be careful with the glasses? I saw you swirling it around. It looked like you just threw it against the side of the sink. Jeez. Okay. I'll get another one of those. No big deal, Brian. All right. Um, this takes me back to. Uh, in 2013 and 14, when Bourbon County made their their BCS barley wine, yeah, that yeah. was always aged in the previous years spent mm-hmm. Bourbon County stout barrels, and so you always got this great, great, great kind of chocolate base, just a little bit of a stout presence within yeah. the barley wine that I just always found to be really, really enjoyable to drink, and just the flavors went well. Um, I I just always enjoyed it, and so. You know, this is an English-style barley wine. I always like the English style over the American style. I find you get a little better balance of, like, the toffee and caramel and American less, less wines, like, raisin and plum. I don't know the actual difference in the brewing I think process. They're, they're, but I think American ones tend to be a little bit more hop-forward. Like, not hop-forward, I should yeah. say, but they use a lot more hops for bittering, too. Yeah, so they're more bitter. Um, so I always like the English style. That's what uh, a deal with the devil's English style in... Uh, not, I don't know if it's brand, it's not brandy barrels. I'm, tr- I'm drawing up cognac barrels. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I always like the style. But so this being aged in uh, spent Maman barrels just brings me back to that, and I think That's it's great. fantastic. It's I think it is delicious. really, really great. You could age this for several years, and it would be incredible. Is this the first year they've released? This? I think so. Yeah. 
And uh, so would that be on Maman seventeen? I would assume then? seventeen. Yeah. This is the only year they've. I think this is the only time they've done this. Blue yeah. Ridge. It's. I, I just I think mean, it's incredible. Hopefully they bring it back. Yeah. Jenna, what do you think about the chips? Oh man, they're really good. They do remind me of the kitchen cook, but they. You're right. They might be better because they don't leave like that greasy, oily like yeah, film. Yeah, that film in your mouth. But and they almost have a. I don't know, some other flavor in it that just makes it a bit better. Like, it's not just like an oily, good potato chip. Like, this is good. I, like I would this say lot. this chip pairing, and it was already referenced, is yeah. fantastic with the beer. The kind of shortening, the, the salt, the fat, it cuts through this barley wine. Yeah. Magic. The, the heavy flavors on the barley wine yep. come through really well with the fat from the chip. And yeah. Terrific. Good choice. Very awesome. Good. That's fun. Yeah, I like these. Mike, are you Instagramming live? Oh, I he, forgot that's a thing. That's oh, a point. That's a I thing. thought you were doing that before. I was just taking video for our... He was so supposed to be. No. So we were, we were talking before um, with Jenna about, you know, starting up a YouTube channel and just being an enthusiast about chips and us being enthusiasts about beer and doing a podcast that, you know, it's all about, okay, we, we like these things. We like chips. We like beer. We like to talk about them. We've never claimed at any time we're an expert, and I think you said the same thing. It's just something you like to talk about yeah. and you feel comfortable talking about, um, but getting used to all this like social media and trying to keep up with it myself, I feel like I'm constantly like wanting to post something, trying to, oh, nice pop, <laughs> um, you know, just keeping people interested because... You know, you probably feel yeah. like this is fun. Like I tell you, my I've told you this before. My kids <laughs> just thought that it was like fun to watch. Like, hey, this you know, she eats chips, and we like <laughs> chips, and that's so fun. She's just talking about chips. I don't think kids say that about beer, but no, I've had a lot of parents be like, I watch this with my kid, and I'm like, oh no, we need to start bleeping these cuss words because <laughs> I just I didn't think it would people would actually watch it and enjoy you get it. Comments about that? Yes. Oh wow, that is. That's impressive. And, yeah, it's been weird. <laughs> I, and yeah, trying to keep up with it and trying to post content that because so the hard part is, is my Instagram, I eat all the chips like I changed my Instagram handle to that like five and a half years ago. And so this is my personal Instagram. And now I'm like, do I can I only post about chips now? Is that what, like can I only post about chips no. and not about my life? Or do, do I have anything. to get like an, a, my own personal Instagram? But I like having this. So that's been kind of difficult to, you know, and especially like posting Instagram stories. It's like, do people actually want to see my dog on this or do they want me to just post pictures? I of eat chip all the bags? treats. <laughs> we all want to see I eat all the treats on any Instagram feed. So maybe you just start feeding Norm chips on. <laughs> well, I've been wanting to just have her sitting in a chair next to me. And yeah, any like broken chips I just feed to her. Like that's part we of it. We could see but... uh, which chip after we open the third one, which chip Trey wants the most. Uh, yes. Yeah, you, yeah, you can make that part. <laughs> Of your content. <laughs> I eat all the treats collaboration with I eat all the chips. <laughs> yes. But um, I eat all the treats isn't here. No, but uh, I don't know. You you don't have an Instagram friend, page for, his, for your I, dog. I do not have one. I have one for my daughters, but not, uh, <laughs> not the dog. <laughs> well, you know. All right. Man, that was good. I, I like is that there any more, a lot. Is there any more Blue Ridge left? No. Damn it. No. No, we're joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You haven't had it? No, it was open. Since I broke your glass, I'll pour it for you. And we put them in time. Is there anything else you need? Is there anything else? No, I'm good, Brian. It's all good. All right, so if you were gonna break the glass, you should have done it when Molly was here. 
She'd be so happy for one less glass in the house. Yeah, actually, yeah, you know. Any any time a glass is broken in my house, I think my wife is uh, silently cheering. Uh, Jenna gets so excited when we break a glass. All right, you have five thousand. Yeah, uh, well, my my house is a one in one out policy. Um, if I buy a new one, one must go. So we, that's the rule. That's pretty now much our policy pivoted. as yeah. of right now. <laughs> you bring one in, one goes out. It's kind of been the like case, even when, because we did, uh, I think Half Acre was doing, um, I don't know, some opportunity, but I ended up with a Half Acre glass, and then I just turned around and gave two glasses that were rarely used to one mm-hmm. of my friends. And so. I actually really like beer glasses. I like how they look. I think mm-hmm. they're cool. It's just... We don't have space for a million of them. And somehow we That's ended true. up with like forty-seven s- Bourbon County ones, yeah. and we don't. And they're the thinnest glass of all time. Like I've broke like five of them, and we yeah. still have some 20 of those Bourbon somehow. County glasses are incredibly thin. <laughs> it's yeah. amazing. It's laughable. Yeah, how thin they are. <laughs> yeah. Where you feel like you might cut your lip open yeah. when you're drinking yeah. out of it. That's how thin it is. And we've yeah. broken a couple, but honestly, I would have expected us to break all of them with how thin some of those yeah. are. Uh, let's move on to our last pairing. All right. Um, Ryan opened up his Dre Fontanane. Did I say that right? I Dre. I think it's Dre Fontanen. Dre Fontanen. Fontanen. Uh, obviously, this is a lambic. Uh, Oud Goose. 2014 Golden Blend. Oud Goose always means it's a blend of a three years. Look yeah. at the font on that bottle. That is just very Belgium. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what the difference in the Golden Blend is, but uh, it's a little more limited. But hmm. I don't know. I'd love to put this side by side with their regular hood goos and just try to figure out uh, oh. any differences it has. Hey, hey, and more hey. All right, Charles. Time for some straight goos for you. Time, time for some oud goos. Now open up that bag of salt and vinegar chips. Get a good, <laughs> good carb on that. Good head on that. Uh, we got some folks in the background. We got Brad. Charlie, we got Kyle here too. They're just they're over there just drinking beer and eating chips. It's that time in the Abbott bottle share where you need to start double fisting. <laughs> Twenty to thirty minutes. The in. pace the pace has picked up considerably. <laughs> Let's see. So do we, do interesting, we have five hey, bottles open right now that yeah. still have liquid in them? Jenna, do you <laughs> do you we're, also we're, rate <laughs> chips on how easy the bag is to open? No, but I should until the breweries get open. Just, yes, because kettle is like one of the worst. You He's having to, a hard to, time. Yeah, you have to use your teeth or scissors. He just macerated. That was it. tough. Yeah. Is kettle I just mean, the wax top variant of chips? I guess. Yeah, <laughs> very, pretty much. But why do they have to? And that bag is thick too. Without what? I mean, I don't feel like I should ever have to get out of scissors to open up a bag no. of chips appropriately. But I will agree that kettle chips. I think that's too mainstream, Kyle. Not Kettle Cooked, which is from Illinois, but these are Kettle brand. Yeah. I wonder if there was a... Uh, so this is its top competitor, apparently. Top competitor. We need to. We talked about that. <laughs> All right. Lots of salt and vinegar on these. So these are the salt and vi- sea salt and vinegar uh, Kettle brand potato chips. Just ripped open. Uh, yeah. Like a, like a <laughs> child. I mean, they're truly mangled. Yeah. <laughs> And we're pairing goes well this with, with the goose. Oud, oud goose. Well, I think the saltiness and the the sort of acidity of the chips also kind of pairs well with the acidity of a lambic. Oh boy. 
Yeah. I wouldn't disagree. These are vinegary. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you have a favorite chip to pair with just like a, a beer? Let's say you're drinking a, a, an IPA. Wow. Your favorite Chicago IPA. Oh, yeah. So here's the thing. I have a lot of like situations in which I pair chips with. So mm-hmm. if I'm hungover or if um, I'm going to a party with friends I do know, if I was going to go to a party with people I don't really know. I wouldn't say that when I'm eating or drinking an IPA that I'm have like a very specific chip that I'm going to eat. I'll probably just eat what's around. Um just because I just like beer has is all over the place with flavors, right? So I just don't For know sure. going into it what I want to pair it with. But so if I was just gonna go to a part, so if I was gonna come here, what would I bring? Well, apparently I'd bring a bag of chips that has four different flavors in it because who knows what's gonna pair well with it? But that just happened to work out. So I'm, and plus I just really like going to the store and seeing what's new and seeing what you know I could surprise people with when I bring it. I'm not I'm not always about like matching the situation with the chips but i am what's crazy what's new i should bring that or i guess if it's a party where like i actually know people i'm just gonna bring cool ranch doritos all right like, I have, every single time i have a follow-up so you go to this party <laughs> you have a good time yeah you have a couple of drinks mm-hmm. maybe a couple too many drinks yeah. What is the chip that you're drinking the next day? I'm not drinking. As you're eating. Sorry, eating. <laughs> what is the chip that you're eating the next day because you're hungover? Uh, oh, that's for the sure. It's for sure going to be uh, sour or cheddar and sour cream ruffles. Oh, yes. The baked, the baked or the non-baked? Non-baked. I like baked, though. I like the baked ones. I like those when I'm at work. Because I feel kind of dirty eating the other ones at work at my desk. Where I'm People just don't like, judge you if you eat a bag of the baked ones. <laughs> I feel like my fingers just, I don't look down at my keyboard on my laptop and think, oh my gosh, what happened? It's just like filled with grease. Um, but yes, if I'm hungover, I'm, if, oh, if a 7-Eleven was by, I would go just get a bag of like cheddar sour cream and then s'mores 7-Eleven ice cream and go home and just eat both of them and then feel terrible. But like I'd feel better overall. Wow. Yeah, that's a um, that's an interesting answer, Ryan. How about you, Ryan? What is your go to go to when you're not um, feeling the best? I would say the the kettle cooked lay. I think they're Lay's kettle cooked uh, original. Oh, the Lay's kettle cooked. Mm. Yeah, those yeah. are good. So just a good chip potato flavor with salt. I I'm, I'm sure they're salted still. Yeah. Um, but no extra cheddar or mesquite barbecue or any of that other stuff on them. Just the regular. You don't yeah. want. Adventurous flavors the day after yeah. uh, a day of drinking. Yeah, see, I would go with the original sun chips, like original flavored Ooh, sun yes, chips. Yes, because I almost also not not so guilty about housing a half mm-hmm. bag of those. <laughs> yeah, um, but I do also really like to harvest cheddar sun chips too mm. to go. But it, you know, I think sun chips has kind of carved its own little like niche yeah. in the chip category. Remember when they came out with those bags that everyone freaked out about? They were really crunchy bags, <laughs> yeah. and people couldn't stand the sound or the feel yeah. of them, and they actually ended up changing oh, the yeah. bag. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now that's, like, preferred. Like, yeah. <laughs> people go, go hard as possible <laughs> to get that type of uh, yeah. um, feel to it or, or whatever. I don't even know. <laughs> it is kind of crazy. <laughs> I think the mouthfeel uh, need for, uh, yeah. like, in, like, in beer. <laughs> yeah. I, I like original flavored chips, like, where the, if they don't oh, I have, love them. Yeah, yeah. Especially, okay, so if I'm, like, hungover to the point where I might have been throwing up all day, I'll just go for regular plain lays. Yeah. 
Plain, straight to the point. You though, Mike does. You don't really like plain chips. Like you're, but you like pretzels. Like you prefer pretzels over chips. I would say, which is Ooh. weird to me because if I'm having a beer, I for sure would rather have a pretzel. There you go. Than a chip. Well, like when you're drinking, yeah, with a the lager. Mm-hmm. Yes, like a Bavarian lager, German lager, yeah. German beer, and pretzel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I can get behind that, but you prefer pretzels just overall. I would still say, like, if I was on a desert island, I would still vote chips over chips pretzels. Over pretzels. So what about the pretzel crisps? I love I like those. some pretzel crisps. Yeah. yeah. But still, like, even My if wife loves the buttered spinsels. Buttered spinsels. They're like, they're oh. like pretzel twists. Oh, yes. Yeah, kind of like, like, so like a rod mm-hmm. shape or whatever. Yes. That I, they're called, they're buttered, so of course they're going to taste better. They're going to be good. Ooh, those <laughs> dipped in some whipped cream cheese. Oh, yeah. That's Ooh, now we get into dips. Yeah. Uh, you're bringing in a whole dip, and then you <laughs> add in beer dimension to oh this my whole goodness. chip category. Go on Isn't all day about all this. Just well, we were talking earlier about, you know, what constitutes a chip oh, versus man. not a chip and how <laughs> are Cheetos, cheese puffs, are those actually chips or are they puffs or crisps? Uh, they're puffs. They're puffs. They're puffs forever. They're, they just, how are they a chip? That's how, like, what is your, how do, how are they a chip to you? Is my question. I guess I kind of consider anything. Maybe, maybe I'm 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 more of a lumper than a splitter mm, on okay. that. Where you know, <laughs> <laughs> a lumper than a splitter. Okay. Yeah. Well, like you know, if you're gonna have a picnic and you want fruit and you want like carrots and a sandwich and quote chips, I think Cheetos are more than welcome into that family. Um, yeah. One of my favorite <laughs> Cheetos, though, is like the Flamin' Hot oh, yeah. Cheeto, like that, or the Andy Cap Hot Fries, like something yeah, that's... Yeah, those are so good. Oh, yeah. But they're not delicious. chips. They're puffs. They're not chips. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you buy them in the chip aisle. They can't... You buy ketchup in the marinades aisle. That doesn't make ketchup a marinade. And I guess now you buy the hard seltzer in the beer aisle. Yeah. Correct. And that's not beer. Yeah. So. So we changed your mind. I mean, maybe I've changed my mind a little bit, but I've always, again, like I'm a lumper. I kind of like consider them all the category. I mean, I get what you're saying. If someone's like, bring chips and you just happen to pick up a bag of Cheetos. like Nobody's going to be like. Yeah, no one's going to. Yeah. Throw those away. Do not stay at this party. But they're not a chip. Thanks for bringing this nice snack. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you can kind of move on to that whole like pretzel crisp idea. Oh, there yeah. you go. Because those are truly like not chips because pretzels are not chips. Right. I do agree with that. They are not. They're pretzels. But pretzel crisps are like this category unto itself that uh, don't fit into anything. Uh, yeah. That's something I found out by doing this is a lot of people are very passionate about making like the categories of things. They're like, so would you eat like like chocolate chips on this and I'm like well those aren't a th- uh, no chocolate no that chips is like the dumbest question you could ask me no <laughs> then why are those called chips though I've never understood that okay maybe, maybe I should have researched it before I brought it up because they're smaller <laughs> I mean yeah, our hand was forced a little bit but what was it <laughs> two chip reviews ago we ate salami chips as oh chips. I saw that yeah I know what was I that people were, oh god they were not good not good no, well, so we went to this, uh, well, it was at Beguile and yeah, um, Dovetail. Oh, nice. They throw a May anniversary every year. And so we went there. We, I brought like a backup bag of chips just in case we didn't find any. The only chips we found were summer sausage chips. So Ooh. I could, I didn't know if they were fried or baked, but they were so bad. I mean, you can watch Did the they review. crunch like no, a chip? No, they were like rubber. 
And I love summer sausage. They weren't so crispy. I was so, no, zero percent crispy. They mm. just had like imagine like taking a piece of salami and just I guess deep frying it. And is just, that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. And but they, but they, I guess if they were thinner, it could have worked out. But yeah. it was like very thick and just. I'd be very curious. It the preparation. Like, it, not taste like it had the um, texture of rubber in my mouth, and you really had to chew them to get through. It was not. Good. They were so chewy Weird. and gross. And it was a warmer May day. It just. It was. It a, was not good. Mm, uh, yeah. Deep fried salami slices <laughs> yeah, on a warm so. May day. That shouldn't be taken though. Dovetail and beguile both independently are doing fantastic up in Chicago. Yeah. And I'd highly oh, recommend it, a that visit. That festival is awesome. I had mm-hmm. the, I had so much fun. I got basically hammered in like the <laughs> six hours <laughs> we were there. But do not get those like summer sausage chips. Do not get them. Right. Just bring your own chips in. Do not eat those. They also do a Oktoberfest, and it's a similar situation. They're about a block away from each other up in Lincoln Square. Uh-huh. But that's also yeah. a so great it's cool. Event. They shut down the street, and mm-hmm. like the trains going by, and they have like uh, bands come and all the street fests in yeah, Chicago. It's, all it's throughout the summer is awesome. It's a really good time. Yeah. yeah. So definitely go. Seems like Old Town and Lakeview have something like every weekend. Yeah. yeah. Where streets get shut down and yeah. Get good beer, good food, and people hanging out, and weather's hopefully good. Although you guys have had a lot of like fifty degree days and stuff, it seems it's like been brutal. It, it's been. I said it was a. It's been like fall, but a kind of a muggy fall. So it hasn't been enjoyable. It's yeah. been wet. It's been slightly it's humid been and cold. Yeah. yeah, it needs to stop raining. We need we need some weekends. To Crazy. Sun. Although right now it's sunny outside right yeah. now, but I guess we got some more rain on the way. Yeah. Well, it's helped the grass seed, so I can't complain too much, but. <laughs> Yeah, everything's growing, but yeah, yeah. yeah. We can't get outside and go to the pool. So much growth. It is quite green down here. So, uh, well, Jenna and Michael, thank you so much for uh, joining us today, bringing your passion for potato chips, uh, Jenna especially. Uh, please go check her YouTube channel out at I Eat All the Chips on Instagram as well and uh, YouTube. So, thanks again yes, for coming by. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun pairing these. Thanks again (laughs) to DJ for Mook Meadery. Thank you. Um, This was a great meet. I think everyone enjoyed it. I think we were over here and uh, some of the other folks chatting away back there, and they all liked it too. So that was a really good meet, and I'd love to have some more. Absolutely. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Molly, for hosting. This is always an enjoyable time. Yeah, yeah. And thanks to the Abbott Girls. Great chips. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out to the Abbott Girls. (laughs) All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers. 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 Until next time. All right.